If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com slash boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. Blog Talk Radio. Yeah. 
welcome to another episode of Queen Conversations. I am uh, Queen Evie, one of your hosts for this evening, and with me I have two of our other queens, Lakisa. Lakisa, are you there? Hey, hello everybody. Good evening. <laughs> this is Lakisa, Queen, representing from Charlotte, North Carolina. Hope everybody's doing well tonight. From Charlotte. <laughs> We're doing great. Yes. It was good. And then we have another one of our other lovely queens, Queen Leah. Hey, 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 hey. Hi, everybody. (laughs) Bringing you, I'm sure y'all hear my little dog, Coco, because she's a mess. Bringing you greetings from Wichita, Kansas. Excited to be with you guys tonight. Wichita, Kansas. All right. All right. Well, tonight we have. some special guests, and I'm very excited um, to um, have them on the show. Every every now and then we um, like to add a little taste of testosterone. I don't know if taste is the right word, but a little touch, I should say, of some testosterone um, uh, to our conversation. And tonight we have um, two of my... I'm gonna call them family. Um, <laughs> two two members of my family uh, because because <laughs> they are like family to me. And uh, the first, uh, y'all tell me if y'all can hear me. Um, the first is Cedric Clark, um, who's a father. He's a clinical psychology resident, motivational speaker, uh, executive director of Behavior Professionals Incorporated, which is a nonprofit that does behavior on crisis management, um, and he provides professional consultation and training services to youth and adult clients who are at risk for experiencing a crisis or encountering individuals in a moment of crisis. Um, he is from Texas, and he's hailing out of the Houston area. Um, he is a product of inner city programs for youth, and he thinks it's important and feels it's important and knows it's important to actually give back to the community. Um, Cedric encourages his audiences to behold and embrace uh, their status as a minority and know not racial or social classification, but embrace your role as a leader and boldly face ridicule in your quest to fulfill God's plan for your life. Um, Cedric... um, Embracing this minority consciousness as a youth allowed Cedric to overcome the staggering statistical realities of being a young African-American male growing up in Houston. Uh, He then uh, earned two bachelor degrees in sociology and psychology while achieving all-American status on the football field during his days at the University of Tulsa. And he was drafted by the Oakland Raiders in 1996. And Cedric went on to earn his master's degree in clinical psychology from Walden University and is currently completing his residency focusing on neuropsychology. So, Ced, are you on the line? He may be muted. (laughs) Cedric, your phone may be muted. Hold on. Let's give him a minute. Okay. 
Feather? Yeah. There you are. <laughs> All right. So welcome, Cedric. Thank welcome. you for joining us. And, Thank you. Um, Thank you. <laughs> and my other friend and family member that I would like to introduce, and this is just so typical of him. <laughs> so his bio is he's just a young nigga trying to survive the game. <laughs> And that was yes. my brother. Oh, Lord. <laughs> Mark Neal. <laughs> uh, uh, welcome, Mark. Welcome. <laughs> welcome, so gentlemen. So, welcome to that. Yeah, I'm so excited to have y'all join us. And, um. Yo, yo, I'm here. Mills. Okay, I think Abby's call actually dropped, so. We're going to continue and let her get back on. Um, but welcome, gentlemen. You guys' bios is incredible. Thank you for taking time out to uh, to join our conversation. So I'm sure Abby have already prepped you on us and how we operate. So we just ask that you guys yeah. are completely honest. We'll be completely honest with you guys, too. Um, and last week we had a show about the modern woman, and we did not get a chance to get the male's perspective um, on what the modern woman is and what you all thought about that. So um, I guess we can just kick that ball off with what your idea of a modern woman is. And we'll start with you, Mr. Cedric. What is your idea of a modern woman? Oh, man. Um, The modern woman is a very driven woman. Um, Driven woman who's a, and and I'm primarily, you know, I typically look at African-American, but the, the modern woman is a woman pulled in many different directions. And um, I don't know, it's kind of a broad question, uh, what the modern woman is, but she's, she's uh, definitely in tune with everything that's going on. Uh, she's contemporary in her style. Okay. When you say contemporary, okay. what does that look like? Um, you well, talking hair when contemporary? Um. No, it's it's just un, it's, uh, being unbridled, but in a positive way. Um, contemporary for me, to be straight up, is not not hair weed. <laughs> um, I understand I've gone back and forth with, with sisters or women about uh, putting in hair, so on and so forth, but that definitely wouldn't find contemporary. Contemporary is more of a mind state. It's more where they are right now and what they're looking to do in the you know, not-so-far future. Okay. Family, um, family, their occupation, um, passion, more so their passion. What is their passion? And following that. Okay. okay. All right, Mark. Your turn. You on the hot seat. <clears throat> so we talking about the, the modern woman, huh? Yes. The yes, modern woman. what your idea is. Okay. Um I'm thinking about the modern woman. I think, you know, one of the things that come to mind is it's kind of like uh, like a movement almost, like women trying to revolutionize their role in a family and in society, you know what I mean? So it's kind of like, you know, gender roles is being kind of reexamined, reevaluated. So the modern woman is just all about that. I think she's just adding, like, she's trying to add more layers to her uh her role as it's, as it's been kind of seen and defined traditionally. 
Okay. Okay. Well, I, I have a question. I have a follow-up question with that. In our last discussion, we talked about some of the pros and cons. So, fellas, two each. What do you think is a negative of the modern woman? Something that could be, even though we've progressed and, you know, there's a lot of positive, but what do you think is a negative of today's modern woman? Oh, wow. Ms., you want that one first? <laughs> uh, you got it, big homie. <laughs> um, I guess my, my first critique would be uh, having to be seen. Mm. Um, mm. It, it's, that's, that's, you know, it's so paramount that the modern woman has to be seen, and I guess with that you couple having to be heard that, look, you know, look at me roar, I'm, I'm independent, I'm doing all these things. Um, you know, everybody, everybody look at me, and at the same time, mm-hmm. don't disrespect the person that I am inside. I'm this mm-hmm. uh, regal or whatever person they, they've uh, uh, ascribed to be inside, but I never see that, you know. Mm-hmm. I only see... I only see what what you're putting out there and look at me, look at me, look at me. But I know it's a real person in there, but um, it's not even layers to get to that person. It's some stone walls to get to that person. Um, When you said the word look at me, are you talking like physical attributes, like maybe sometimes the attire people wear can turn people off or – um, you may notice, you know, how they look as opposed to who they are first. Is that what you mean by that? Um, no, not purely looks, but it's more so. It's more of having having to be acknowledged by everyone. Meaning, look at right, my status, right. look at my job, look at, and then you have my looks or my my level of education. You know, it's more that I am woman. Hear me roar. You know, recognize me. Hmm. Okay. And that that's not done always so vocally. Some people they scream it inside. I'm like, don't you know? I'm this. I'm, I have that. And it's really not about that for us men. It's about okay. Well, who who are you really? Got it. Got it. Hmm. Okay. That was Cedric. Yes. So. Okay, so Mark, you gave you gave us that was that was a good example. Thank you for that, Mark. Okay, I'm looking. I'm, I'm, I'm my negative. Okay, uh, let me see. I think uh, two things that kind of they kind of work as one, right? So the first thing I'm thinking about is, well, the main thing I'm thinking about is the family unit feel me like I'm being on family I'm family oriented and so mm-hmm. I don't know if the modern woman because she's you know uh, she's kind of being uh, influenced and, and, and pushed by society to just kind of celebrate how dope she is and you know and I'm, I'm, I'm going to go to the black women you know more specifically because that's my culture my community because black women are amazing you know what I'm saying? I mean, God, you created mm-hmm. the image of God. You're beautiful. You're gifted. You got so many things. And I think, mm-hmm. I think we're in an age where black women are celebrating that so much that it it kind of it kind of diverts their attention away from 
uh, how they fit into a relationship with a man and how mm-hmm. they are as, as mothers. Like for me, uh, you know, growing up, I mean, I think about the I think about the women that mattered the most to me. You know what I'm saying? They wasn't all, most of them mm-hmm. weren't like you know nines and tens by you know by 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 societal standards of, of, of physical beauty. You know what I'm saying? So it's like because mm-hmm. because they didn't they seem to have they seem to kind of emphasize or kind of. Uh, place more importance on other things. I think I think about kids. I think about like those those memories, those those women that made you feel like a million bucks when you was around them, uh, that that nurtured you, that treated you like you was the apple of their eye. You know what I mean? Like like that's that don't seem to be as important to be that kind of woman anymore. That's my that's my negative takeaway. Hmm. So oh. do you think that could be? Co- yeah. Oh, go ahead. No, go ahead. I was going to say, do you think that could be because we have, and not all young mothers, okay, but we have a lot of, I would not say babies raising babies because that has been a part of our decades, you know, people having children at young ages. Do you think that's not that value of womanhood and motherhood and, and uh, you know, wife being a wife, that's not passed down like it should be to the next generation? So that's why we have a lesser value in that? Uh, in one sense, I would I, I would say that uh, just just uh, broken families in general. I think the yeah. fact that you got a lot more broken families nowadays than you did, you know, thirty, forty, fifty years ago. You know, divorce is a lot more more prevalent nowadays than it was back in the day. You know, it was important to stay married back in the day. That was a good thing. Nowadays, it's like, hey, if I ain't happy, I'm out. You know what I'm saying? And what can you say? True. It's very true. Mm-hmm. That is. Hmm. I, so. so mm-hmm. Go ahead. Go ahead. Okay. Right, many thoughts. <laughs> so do y'all many feel thoughts that, running my mind. <laughs> do what? A mini thought? No, I said many thoughts was running in my mind when he said that. But go ahead. Go ahead, um, Abby. Um, so do y'all think that women these days know how to honor the men in her life? Oh wow! Man, no. Did you say man, no? Man down, man down on L sixteen, man down on L sixteen. Well, y'all, hey, y'all, be, y'all, be, y'all be struggling, y'all be struggling in the honor department for God damn. Go ahead, man. You got it, man. Man, I'm just, I, I mean, I was just dealing with a, a a young couple real close to me, you know. Uh, the greed and all that stuff, but come from different backgrounds and it's sort of the syndrome I'm talking about, the honoring. I mean, the, the missus, she, um, I mean, he's trying to show her I'm going to take you on trips. I love you. I'm showing you all these things. And she's like, that's cool. <laughs> that's <laughs> nice. I'm going to take all of that. <laughs> but <laughs> I don't expect anything. I appreciate all that. And it's like, and and you know people typically in relationships want to be you know, they want that love to be reciprocated even though they may say they right. don't but um, I'm seeing a lot of that though where the sister like hey or the woman the woman I shouldn't just say the sister the woman's like honor you I mean mm-hmm. for what I can go get it I can go do it and we get away from that structure how 
really, you know, our faith and how God intended for us to do it. And if, if the man is doing good, you're holding him up because behind every good man is a good, strong woman. But And we say behind, but really it's like she she's like this support, this, this steel, you know, support structure that if he, if he, she's not behind him, then he's going to fall so, or mm-hmm. not cheat as much. So, um, no, I'm just not, not seeing the, the honoring because now that's been taken away. And I'm going back a little ways when you all talked about, you talked, I believe one of y'all said about it being passed down, um, the role of being taken away. Basically, daughters a while back were taught, hey, get your education, men going to jail, brothers ain't getting it done. Girl, just make sure you get your education, get your job, be able to take care of your own, be independent. And in that mm-hmm. process, a lot of that honoring, a lot of those woman skills, because I mean, many, there's many young and, young and old who don't have what I call women, you know, women skills. Mm-hmm. Um, they more of like the domestic skills. Uh, def- definitely domestic skills, but you know what? More importantly, how to finesse a man. Mm. They don't have those women skills. Yeah, domestic is kind of stereotypical, and people mm-hmm. can can you know, rebut that. But I'm talking about how to finesse a man. Um, you can you can get us to do just about anything with the right right woman skills, the right finesse, and not even just talking about sexual. It's just the right women skills. Mm. Leah, Lakeisha, do y'all know? Y'all think y'all know how to finesse a man? Well, I've married. Well, well, well. well. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, married oh, women got to oh, finesse. They cannot finesse their husbands. I mean, you know what I'm saying, like baby, you know, and it's not falsely stroking their ego, but we do need we do need that ego stroking, but it's not being, uh, you know, you're not being demeaning to them, but. It's, it's stroking ego, getting to do whatever you need him to do. And it's, so, Leah, it's a lot when of women you heard here. him say that, when you heard him say that, what did you think? Cause you, your first comment was, I'm, I'm married. So what were you thinking when he said that? Yes, that was in response to the question of do we know how to. I think every woman mm-hmm. has the ability um, and, and knows how to do it. It becomes that key word that we always talk about, submission. You know, if you – know that you want something in mind and you can finesse a man to get what they want, that's selfishness. But if you're really doing it to, you know, promote him and to encourage him and support him, then that's a total different subject. So like one thing that I know a, a lot of men ask for, which is what Winfrey said at one of our last shows, was they just want respect. Like when they come home, can it be peace? Can you speak to their situation? Can you champion their, um, their goals and their dreams? To me, that's finessing, you know, showing them how to get there. Um, a, a person mm-hmm. equally yoked is going to be equipped to help your partner in areas where they're weak. And so, to me, that's mm-hmm. the biggest part of finesse. Now, if we're talking about, you know, hey, I know I need these floors clean. Listen, if my husband comes home and tries to mop and it's horrible the first three times, I'm going to say, thank you, babe, for mopping this floor. <laughs> you know, and then next time I'm going to mm-hmm. show him, like, hey, babe, let's try it this way. This man mopped this floor so bad. Well, bad isn't good. <laughs> Last week, I was like, Oh, Leah? I think we lost. Did we lose her? <laughs> I think we did. She got excited. <laughs> well, it cut off. It cut off. Oh, no. Yeah, she's speaking directly to my point, too. Man. <laughs> hey, she, hey, she, she was. was going in, too. She was going in. <laughs> she was going in. Uh, I don't know. Oh, it man. might be like a connection, a technology issue, because I was running my mouth earlier and didn't even know the phone had hung up, so. 
Okay, so Leah's okay. going to come back and join us. But, um, uh, yeah, so what, what are your thoughts on that, Mark? My thoughts on what part in particular? Just um, you, 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 you proclaim that women definitely do not know how to honor um, their like their man. So on that too. That was, I like that. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, so no. what what have you seen? No, they no, don't. What have you observed? Yeah. What have you observed to uh, hit that point home with us women folks? How how what have you seen? Oh man, sisters sisters don't know how to honor their man in a lot of in a lot of instances. It's not one hundred percent across the board or anything like that, but it's 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 prevalent enough to be a problem. I put it like that. Um but I will say this, uh, because, you know, I just take a, a, a different approach and, and have a different perspective. You know, um we share that. Men and women. And again, I'm going back to the black community, right? So black men and and black women don't know how to honor each other, and I think it speaks to some other underlying pathologies that's going on in our community, you know, whatever. But all in all, I say a sister man, she she she. It's almost like we kind of we at odds, man, a lot of times, even before we get in the relationship. And so, you know, learning how to deal with mm. how to deal with conflict, learning how to um, how to communicate well, how to be mature, you know what I'm saying? Uh emotionally stable. I think all of those things man, they, they, they come in and they they kind of affect the connection, like a kind of like this phone line, right? You know? They they they, mm-hmm. they, they have a way of coming in and, and kind of Altering the way that we talk to each other and the way that we treat each other, and uh, hey, it's all about tone, delivery, and 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 intention, you know. And if you can't you can't master that, then you know a lot of times you're gonna have some, some hardcore problems in your relationship. And I think sisters ain't really good at keying in on some about those emotional cues from fellas, from dudes. Like hey, like you know, if if a man is having a rough day. He ain't going to walk in the mm-hmm. house like just had a rough day. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, he's going to come in and his, his demeanor is going to be a little, you know, slow or a little, uh, he's going to be a little quieter, uh, a little less talkative. I guess those are the same. I just said the same twice. Um, you know, those kind of things. And, and, and just kind of, feel, you know, just kind of figuring out maybe not even just a bad day. But maybe maybe she look up and realize that her man is in a, a season of his life that he ain't too proud of. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Her being able, her having to be authority and 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 the mm-hmm. even the concern to even speak into his into his heart, into his mind during that kind of season. Mm-hmm. Hey, man, that's that's a lost art right there. I mean, sisters need mm-hmm. to know when a brother might be going through a bad piece. Hey, I think I put it like this, and I don't mean to hold the mic or nothing. But a lot of these relationships and marriages, they go south because sisters convince themselves that they man ain't talking about nothing, and that their decision to get married was not a good one. When the truth of the matter is, he may just be going through a rough season of his life, and she don't necessarily know how to speak to that. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That go both ways, mm-hmm. but that's what I think. Go ahead. Well, Mark, um, and you guys, I'm on 
I'm I'm babysitting my three year old niece, so you might hear in the background I'm pressing mute so you don't hear a voice. So I'm trying to no balance problem. this. If, however, Mark Mark, I agree with you. The communication that we have with each other as people in a relationship, you're right. We need to perfect that as singles. That's what I think and even more so communication, many things, because you're right, when we do join with somebody or a spouse, we don't know how to talk women, we don't know how to talk to our men, we don't know how to honor them, not all, but a lot of us, because we didn't see, and I always give the example with Earth, Wind, and Fire, you can't give what you never had, so if you've never seen mom and daddy do it, or you didn't Mm -hmm. practice that, it can't be done, and a lot of those things which you said, Mark, can be alleviated but we got to be able to recognize and sometimes putting your pride aside and saying, you know what? Hey, I'm a broken woman, but I, do you have the miners mentality to dig through the dirt? Because there's gold where you coming, you coming, you coming from me. No, there's gold, but do you have the miners mentality because you might have to get towards me. And I heard somebody say something similar to that. And I, I, I got the analogy real quick because you know, you, it's in about being honest. Hey, I'm a broken man. You know, I, I might teach me how to love you, music soul child. But do it, be tactful. Your tone means a lot. We go in with that neck. You know, some of the sisters, and I can't even blame on the sisters. I've seen Asian women and white women going with the neck. <laughs> it's a turn off. It's a turn off. You know, nobody want to hear it. The hands going back and forth, you know. But you're right. It's learning how to speak because you guys are a different creature. So are we, mm-hmm. so we need to learn how to honor and respect. Not just y'all, our brothers, our fathers, everybody, our, you know, mm-hmm. whoever. We need to learn how to respect because, uh, but that's taught at a young age. So my thing is, putting it back on you, Mark, and how can you teach an old dog new tricks per se when a woman who is broken and who is not, you know, want a good man but trying to fix these minor things that's going on with her? Uh, how do you how do you teach an old dog new tricks as it pertains to women and learning how to honor a man? Am I understanding your question correctly? Yes, yes. How how do you how do you break that down to a woman you met? You you really like her, you're into her, but you see she has some brokenness. How can how do you as a man teach that modern woman to say, Hey, I love you but but um, no. That's so hard. <laughs> she, she <laughs> she that was real cute, real soft. That was that was cute in the morning. I know. I've had it for two nights. Y'all pray for me. Um, but yeah, how do you teach her to 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 love you? Let me let me put you. How do you teach her to love you? Hey man, I ain't teaching nobody how to do nothing. Hear me, oh, man. Hey, listen. Grown women, grown men, gonna do what they wanna do. I'm not gonna teach them to do nothing. Now, in terms of like, let's say I had a homegirl who was broken, right? She just got some issues, man. So, so okay. So let me let me clarify my answer. If I'm dating somebody and I notice that they're broken, hey man, I, I really don't want no parts of that. Cause it's such a it's a vulnerable place to be, right? And I can go in and accidentally do some damage where my intentions were actually pretty good or positive, right? Um, 
Mm-hmm. Now, if I had a homegirl and she was broken and she had some issues, but she kind of wanted some, you know, but she kind of wanted to get out in the dating scene and yada yada. I'm gonna go with you know I'm gonna go with my uh my go-to move in in life for me personally and that's and that's 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 Jesus that's the gospel for me you know um and learning how to work through that pain and that and that brokenness and that weakness uh just just with the Lord uh and through the scripture um that's 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 how I would approach it that's me Okay. I ain't no broken shit though, man. They can have that. I gotta stop you. Okay. Okay. Sorry, my my phone dropped. I was getting real good with my reply too, with how to uh, finesse a guy. But oh yeah, you were. And I I don't. Listen, I think it was Jesus because I I told y'all I said I told my husband just come home naked because he did the floor so good, and I I don't think Uh, anybody did that, but. Yes. Come on, come on. What I want, what I want to address That's is, I want to make sure ride. I heard you. I know, right? I want to make sure I heard you correctly when you said um, that brokenness in a woman is too much for you, and that you don't want to, that you're not teaching uh, a woman anything. So my question before I give my comment is, I don't think she said you were married. So is it is it true that you're not married? That is correct. Okay, and do you want to be married at do any I point in time? Want to be married? Uh, Ever? Uh, I say the jury. I say the jury's still out on that. Okay. <laughs> the reason hmm. I ask that is because I think you just spoke on behalf of a lot of men, um, regardless of what stage of life they're in. Because, and I think for women too, I'm not going to throw men on the bus, I think for women too, I think we expect this wrapped up package. Nah, throw us under the bus. Throw us under the bus. No, no, no. No, I'm going to get there a little later because we're going to have some questions from the ladies. So, But I do think that we expect perfection or we expect a full package out of that person. And one thing I've learned, I'm putting myself on the chopping block here, is I was a very independent person. I came up in a two-parent home. You know, a God-fearing home, they taught me to, you know, honor a husband but also be independent. And so when I got married, I could not throw my independence away. And thank God I had to have a husband who was patient with me to walk me through and teach me how to get out of my <laughs> brokenness. And so my reply is all people are broken. They just may not show their cards. But yes. a discerning person yes. is going to see right through all of that brokenness anyway. And so if there's a listener out there, you know, there may be guys who may say, I don't want to deal with you. Let that be a sign that it ain't your fault. It just means that they may not want to deal with what all that comes with you, but somebody may be willing to. Um, but but everybody has a broken part, and, and a, a role of a, of a partner is to be able to speak to those right. things and teach in certain right. areas. And the rest, give it to God and let him handle it. Right. Well okay. said, and I will say to this for the people who are listening, your flaws are perfect for the heart that's meant to love you. Always remember that. So, um, you know that that because that's. I understand can I where speak you're to going, Mark. Mm-hmm. Can, can I speak to that as far as the flaws being being perfect? The the only thing you run into, like when some people are desperately struggling struggling and they have some real issues, is that they may be having a fight. 
with themselves and their frustration, be a man or a woman, where they are in life. And it's usually the people who are in relationship with them or the people, family members, people who are closest to them are the ones that get the brunt of their violence, their outbursts, their True. just their reaction to their own disappointment. So they may be swinging in a circle and mad, and by you trying to link up with them, because that's why I can understand Mark saying, you know what, I'm just going to let you make it. I'm going to move around because some people's stuff is too intense to where you may get caught up in that Catch a few of them blows, you know. I I, I know I had an somewhere. I know I did. Amen. Oh amen. my goodness. Amen. Look, that's that's true, and that's where your discernment comes in as a man, knowing what you can handle, what you can't. But never go away thinking that you have no brokenness and your slate is clean, because no, everybody has a little right. something they need to work on. But yeah, to yeah, to yeah. say, you know, yeah. To say to say right. that, that I mean, you know. So, but, but I, I just want to put it out there because sometimes, sometimes, especially as Christians, we're like, no, I'm going to work this person through, and I'm going to show them that I can love them so much, and this is the way you should love. This is the way I was taught, and that person is severely broken, and they need True. they need help learn with what you can give them, and you end up. Uh, I, I try to encourage people: you don't want to waste too much of your time trying to be their therapist, trying to be their all, oh, basically trying to be their God. Come on, that's, just, that's all I was gonna do. It frustrate you. Oh yeah, oh yeah. You killed that. In the end, you're still gonna end up by yourself, and then you're gonna be resentful of that person, saying, "Man, they came and wasted my time." And then that's when you go to pity parties, you know, <laughs> or the groups where everybody just bash on male or female. Mm-hmm. Right, right. Hey, you killed that, bro. You killed that. Yeah. Go ahead. Well, before we go on, y'all, I want to just quickly um, let our listeners um, know if you want to submit a question and you don't want to call in, please email queenconversations1 at gmail.com, and that's the number one, queenconversations1 at gmail.com, or um, on the phone, 929-477-2304. If you want to ask a question, just hit um, number one, and um, you can ask a question. So uh, in, in listening to this, um, talking about honoring how women don't honor men these days and we don't know how to finesse a man, I love that uh, phraseology. Um, and one thing I've seen a lot uh, especially like in social media, is the total um, debasement of men who actually show interest in women and how women label them as thirsty. And so oftentimes I'll see a woman saying a man is thirsty, and he's just genuinely old school. Like he's really just trying to, you know, show interest in a genuine fashion. And sometimes, you know, that's not the case, but, it seems to be that whenever a man shows a genuine interest in a woman in like an old school type fashion, they're given the title as uh, thirsty. So this from a male perspective, um, especially for as two single single guys, what has been your experience with uh, the modern day woman? Like, um, I know we we see women labeling men as thirsty. Like, what are y'all seeing as y'all interact with single women? 
shoot, in marriage, as y'all, as y'all interact with women in general. Uh, Mills, Mills, I got to get together my laughter first. Uh, you can... I already kind of know Leah and Lakeisha. We kind of talked about this already. And so I already know what their experiences are. I just want y'all to hear what they've been experiencing. So I, I kind of cheated with that one. So go ahead, guys. Hey, homie, that's on you. <laughs> <laughs> man, I don't know, man. It's like, uh, it, it, it's like, you know, how many trilogies of Blade was there? You know, it's, it's like, oh, like, Lord. Like, <laughs> like being a daywalker, you know. It's, 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 uh, you see, <laughs> you, you see that the thirst is real, you know. Oh yeah, oh yeah. You know, and and people just acting on just straight impulse of what they see, and folks want a man, want a man, or want a woman, want a woman, and it's like, wow, but you won't even take the chance take the time to see their values or anything. It's just like, no, let's hook up, let's do whatever, and we'll make this happen. And it's, it's a bunch of people right. who said, man, they left God on the back burner. Like, I'm just, right. we're just going to work this out. We'll figure it out, you know. But mm. it, it's it's 30 people out there. Everything is all on the surface, satisfying whatever's mm. on the surface of the flesh. Mm. Why do you think that is, like, it seems like in our parents' generation, men courted women, and men knew how to take a woman on a date. Uh, but I rarely hear of guys actually dating women anymore, uh, and how women are really aggressive. And it's not even a, you know, most of, most of my guy friends, none of them have to put forth any effort. To get with a woman It's like none at all um, You know what, what do y'all think about that What do you think about them chase, Not being Not needing to chase a woman Because of the thirst of women Just wanting to be with a man Is that the question you have for them uh, Yeah That Um their experiences, them sharing their their just their overall uh, conclusion from their experiences. Um, I, my my goal in asking that question is for women to see how they want something so bad, and the very thing they want is going against the nature of a man. You know. Exactly. Um, yeah, I mean, you just you you just man, you just uh, that profound. You, you just. Uh, you just yeah. that, well, that independent. I want y'all to say it. <laughs> well, okay, that independence y'all talked about. Some of y'all alluded to the independence earlier, and um, that independence leads to I can have whatever I want. I'm this independent woman. I can go have that man. And if you just look at your hand and cup your hand like a C, you know, and then say your left hand cup it like a C, and then make a fist with your right hand, and many women want men to come in and fit right into that little cup, their right hand fit right into that cup of their mm-hmm. left hand, fitting mm-hmm. into their world. And thus the woman is covering the man. 
that's never the way God intended for it to be. That we're supposed to be covering the woman, and furthermore, it shuts us down and it devalues the woman to us um, when we when we can't go hunt, we can't go go after. We can't. We have nothing to attain. It's like it's that easy. Then I'm gonna devalue you. You know, we value a, a Bentley more more than we value a Toyota because most of us say, "Well, I can." And Toyota's a great car, and lasts a long time. But most of us feel like I can attain yeah. a Toyota. But apparently, I'm gonna value that more, and that's what really just throws everything out of out of uh, out of order, and that's why we have the issues that we have right now. But folks being like, I want what I want. He got this. He got that, and all that. But you want him to fit inside your world when you're supposed to be this big powerful force that comes together. Man. Is that? Mark, I, you know, I'm enjoying. I'm enjoying your illustrations. Um, you, you got some. You, you talented with that. Um, <laughs> this is this is a good um, a point. Yeah, that was Cedric. That was Cedric? <laughs> yeah. Oh my god! <laughs> my bad, Cedric. You have you have great yeah. illustrations. That was good. What you said. Um, I do feel that um, when it comes to that, we do want to cuff them in a certain angle or a certain square and let them fit to it. And it's not realistic. And I think that comes with the maturity um, and not trying to fit into society what we feel society accepts. And you're right. And, and you know what? Like, for instance, okay, I was always taught, you know, a man, you know, he, he's a hunter. So, you know, Correct. it's okay. But, you know, not, not letting, you know, not saying, oh, you got to wait three months like Steve Harvey say or anything like that, but just knowing that, yes, let him chase you. It, it's okay. Yeah, it's not saying chase no like Steve it's Harvey. a game. <laughs> 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 not, not, <laughs> no, but just meaning that men are natural hunters. So, yeah, he is going to value the Mercedes, the Bentley, if we, if we want to put in that type of illustration, more than the Toyota. But mm. we got to, if I can make y'all laugh real quick, I got a a real life another real life analogy. But I uh, own the bar here in Houston, and, and um, it's primarily African Americans, but we're in the upper Galleria area. But anyway, I was doing free drinks for the ladies. This was many years ago, and I said free drinks for all the ladies, free drinks for the ladies, and the guys were complaining. And I was like, What's up? Man? You don't have to buy. You don't have to buy a drink. <laughs> and they're like, you're killing us, though, man. That's the only thing I, I can I, buy a drink of girl. Be like, oh, I, I already got one. <laughs> I, already got, I already got a drink. <laughs> and dude is like, I spent all my energy just to get up the nerve to talk to her and face this rejection. I needed a drink just to, to buffer that, you know, to give me a, a leg in. And they said, man, by you doing that, you're killing us, man. So it, that was one of the realest, uh, most genuine things like I can think of. It's, it's, it's so real. And they were like, hey, cut it out. Let us buy the drink. <laughs> so I said, okay, no problem. That was definitely no problem with me. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. But you ain't up hating on accident. Yeah, yeah I'm hating on accident. Then I was the one giving free drinks. So they like, all of them just want to talk to you. I was like, huh? And it took me a second, but I'm like, okay, I get it now. When you take away that man's Yeah, yeah, I was, you know, wanted to be a uh, mayor for a day, you know. 
Oh, my goodness, that's Taking, taking that away and hearing brother complain was it was humbling and let, and reminded me how we really work. Right. Hmm. I have a follow-up question for you. Well, I would say if you're making six figures and the other brother, you don't know him. You see him and you think he's handsome and all that, and he might not be making six figures, but he does well for himself, but you got a certain standard. If he's able to buy you a drink, at least he's gotten a, gotten on base. At least he's, you know what I'm saying, got an opportunity. Mm-hmm. <laughs> on base. <Right. laughs> okay, my question is, and here is where you may think I'm throwing y'all under the bus, but I have to ask anyway. How much, and I, I think you guys, just from hearing your responses to, to these questions, I can tell that you guys are genuine, God-fearing guys. So I'm not asking this from your personal standpoint, but I'm asking this from a general male species standpoint. How much responsibility do you think men should take for the way women treat you? Not taking responsibility from their actions, but how much responsibility do you personally take for how we see women today? Like for the atmosphere that's been set? How much has the Yeah, so like, you know, the thirst is real. People, yeah, like people are more, like you said, women are more aggressive now. They're too independent where you can't, you know, seep in and talk to them. They're too broken. How much responsibility does a man take for that? That's a difficult one when you consider that many minorities don't control media, don't control the status quo, um, but actively participate in it as well. Um, But if I had to generalize and say across the board, I mean, I would have to say men men take, you know, 70, 80% of it, but then that would, uh, for some women, that would reduce their – their status or their how far they come. You say, well, men are still dominating everything, but the truth is, it's still a male-dominated society. It just happens to be a Western European male-dominated society in America. Because hmm. we brothers don't control nothing, and <laughs> a minority Latin, you know, really don't control much of anything. So the images that are put out there on TV, the sisters even that have those jobs, they get told who to put out there, the light versus the dark, straight hair versus the curly. So it's, it's it's really a lot bigger, but ultimately you still have to say overall it's man. Okay. And, I, again, I don't want to take responsibility uh, from the women because I do believe that we have been equipped especially from other women, you know, don't take that from that man. You know, when you get grown, do what you want to do. Yeah. Don't, don't listen to him. Don't do any yeah. of that. So I, I agree that we need to take responsibility, but I do, I do believe that the reason behind a lot of this dynamic is when we look at our grandparents' generation, when we look further behind in slavery, women never really had a voice. So now that we're getting a voice, it needs to be balanced. You know, I, I will never encourage women to be silent. Um, I do believe that there mm-hmm. needs to be right. a balance, but when you've seen women be abused by men, when you've seen, you know, the husband go out and cheat and their idea of being a hunter or the man in the house was just to provide, but they still did whatever they wanted to do, that's history of a majority of our culture. And so when you require a woman to be uh, that dismissive, 
um, you know, stay-at-home person, you're asking for a lot. And so I, I, I do believe right. that we need to bring balance back. Well said. And then, well said. and then when you when men, some men do obtain good women who are submissive and who you know do meet that caliber, or you know, I don't know how to say this. Someone who okay meets their needs, and then you break the trust, or you in a marriage or whatever. Then they become not saying bitter or anything like that, but kind of you know, it's like you know what? Well, I, I did the right thing, and it didn't work. You know, I was in a marriage for 25 years, and, and this didn't work. And then that's, I guess it goes back to that broken piece. But history has a lot to do with lots of things. However, moving forward, you know, us having conversations of how we're going to promote healing and getting over that because we do, we, right. we, have to, we have to move forward, you know, as women and as men, but really just saying, okay, um, and I, it goes back, I think, to what Mark said too: communication. You know, right. tell, you know, what what are what are your thoughts about? You know, do you see the male as head of the household? What do you see? What do you feel like your role is in a marriage? Before you even think about getting, what, what do you think the role is of a woman in a marriage? You know, men asking women questions because you know, you know, we talk all the time. You know, I know I, I'm I'm a a thousand question person myself sometimes I gotta catch myself but we, we, we ask a lot of questions as women and sometimes it's not being reciprocated um, men that they don't really know what they're getting into so and, and can y'all hear me? Can I, I'm not sure hello? yeah we can hear you now. I, I, I quickly I wanted to speak to a previous uh, uh, statement you just made and you talked about because it's very crucial to all the listeners to everybody when you talked about um, when that person cheats or breaks that trust, and then you say, hey, I was a submissive one. I did these things and all that. We've got to be very, very conscious of ridiculing ourselves and downgrading the beautiful people that we are and the beautiful things that we do to other people just merely because that person could not receive love or respect what you had to give because, quite frankly, you can be doing the right thing with the wrong person. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And so don't take that broad brush. I, I, I did that before. I did that before. Uh-uh, I ain't doing that again. No, nah, you're doing it with a fool. You're doing it with somebody who's never taught how to love, who couldn't receive what you were giving. And it did. It had no burden. It had no no way affected you as a person. You were doing what you're supposed to do. You just, that person's brokenness, what you spoke about, it didn't allow them to receive what you had to give. And quite frankly, you got to move on somebody who can receive what you have to give, you know. But don't don't dare blame yourself and say I got I got to shut that down. I ain't doing that as a you know as a uh, default protect mode, you know. Right. Got to you know because many of us choose people and we continue to go forward with people because what we want at the time. I got my hand raised because I got the t-shirt and the and the bumper sticker on that. Uh, I wanted to be married. I wanted to get, you know, I wanted, I wanted it right then and there. And I looked past many of the things that were staring me right in the face. And I thought, well, I'm, I'm gonna show this person if I love her. This, if I iron her clothes in the morning and and do take out, she'll see that. Okay, he really loves me and all that. But that person was never taught that. That person never, never taught you supposed to show that appreciation back. You know, hey, let's just do something with the family. Real. 
they wasn't taught that. So it was like, well, uh-uh, I'm going to go hang with the girl. Well, we got family time. It's just me, you, and the child. Okay, well, I'll be back. Wow. And it didn't make it didn't make her a bad person. Not that I'm, I'm, I'm you know, matured. Cause I was like, she's a devil. No, <laughs> it didn't make her a bad person. Because <laughs> that's what you think. You'd be thinking that immediately. But it meant that she just didn't have that in her emotional bank account. She didn't have it. Therefore, mm. she couldn't give it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we have, we have a uh, we have a caller who has a question. So can we go to the lines? Caller, you're on the air. What's your question? And this caller's last four digits is 7852. 7852, you are live. Okay, I don't necessarily have a question, but I've been listening to you young folks, and I find it very interesting and entertaining and fun. But I need to tell you I'm an older woman. I've been married 50 years. and. Mm. Wow. I hear the men saying is the same thing that they have been saying for decades, and that is that they want to be respected and appreciated. They want to be the head of their households and to take care of their families. What I think is that women are in control now and have always been in control. You just didn't necessarily let people know that, but you set the standards you demanded the respect. You had certain expectations. You expected people to work and take care of their family and respect you. And they worked very hard to to uh, attain that expectation. That's not to say that you can't be a modern woman. I think you can be educated, have a professional job, but there's a time to separate the two. When you're at work, you're that woman. But when you come home, sometimes you have to be something else, and you have to teach a man how to appreciate you in all forms, and you have to start by appreciating him. So it's it's an interesting thing. I'm enjoying listening. Awesome. Wow. Thank you for that wisdom. Thank you. And I think oh, yeah. that's an art form. Um, being able to to know what your role is in the right environment. Um, for instance, I'm a manager at my job, and I may tell people what to do all day. Um, when I'm at home, you know, though I'm expecting to be respected, I can't come with the same directive and the same uh, assertiveness, and not necessarily assertiveness, but maybe aggressiveness that I would in a corporate environment. Um, but to engage with my family with a different uh, outlook, a different um, goal, uh, with a, a different tone um, than I would in the office. Um, but I like what she said, that women, um, w- women sounds to me like the traditional woman knew how to wield the power that God gave her. Um, and not to her advantage, but more so to the benefit of the family unit. Um, yeah. Thank you so much for your wisdom. Thank you. Yeah. Amen. I hope she doesn't mind. That's, that's my aunt. I didn't know she was calling, but she lives in Connecticut, and her and my uncle, they have been married for 50 years, and she is um, a word of wisdom all the time. 
So, but she, awesome. she listens in. So, I'm talking. Thank you for calling in. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, so one one other question that we um, got on our actual Facebook page, uh, one of the uh, members of our Queen Conversation group, um, she wanted to know how did you guys feel, and somebody's phone has feedback. Did y'all hear that? Yes, somebody's driving, making a right turn. <laughs> my, my bad, my bad, my bad, my bad. It's not me. I'm on mute. I'm on mute. <laughs> okay, so hey, but she had to call me out like that though. But you know, but <laughs> sorry. Uh, one of the women wants to know what what are y'all's thoughts on women being the breadwinners? Uh, do you Ooh, guys have an in. issue with? <laughs> do you guys have a, an issue with? Uh, your woman making more money than you. Huh. Um, tough. I would have to say no. That's you free. I, I have to say no. I ain't got, I ain't got no trouble if not, her making more money as long as she uh, as long as she doesn't change who she is. But keeping it real, the, the man that I am. She ain't gonna be making more than me for long. We're gonna have a good a good future because she's like he ain't gonna just let me sit up and make more money than him. He gonna uh, <laughs> <laughs> he gonna get you know get out there and hustle and do what he got to do. But as long as the roles in order, um, it's supposed to be in a real marriage. It's both of y'all's money because uh, if men turned around and did did that and and lorded over women, it, you know it wasn't cool either. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. I, I to answer the question directly. No, I don't have a problem with it. Okay. Um, not, not, not a, I should clarify that. Okay. I don't have a long term, uh, a short term problem with it, but personally, I'm I'm trying to get my cake up to, <laughs> to meet or exceed hers just on ego. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's a man moment, y'all. That's a man moment. All right. Mm-hmm. I respect that. Nothing wrong with that. Nothing. If it, it if it advances our family tree financially. And exactly. we're both in agreement, and I'm good with that, 100%. So, you know, I have really, another. Oh, God. no, go ahead. Uh, I said I, I haven't really met too many men who are intimidated by a woman making more money than them. I think it all comes with, like, somebody's throwing up. You want to throw up stuff in their face. You want to say, well, I can buy that myself. Or you look down on it. Let's say they come in, they buy you Hershey's and, and some bringing some dandelions, you know, from the ground when they come in like, Oh, really? You can you can stop out of store and get roses? I mean something mm-hmm. you know, like that. So, so I think it's the way you handle it. Um I don't know, I haven't met too many men who verbally said that. Maybe maybe unconsciously, but no, I haven't personally. Hey, well, you, you, you about to meet another. That's that boy, Mark. Uh, <laughs> oh, I'm not having it. Come on, Mark. <laughs> man, I ain't about to let my woman make more money than me, man. Crazy. <laughs> I respect that, though. I respect that. But then that's all I said. Like Go 
Can I ask a quick question? How old oh, I was Mark saying and that Cedric, how old are you guys? Wow, they, then they say you're not supposed to never ask a man his age, right? Or then they change the <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> oh no, no. Uh, let's just, yeah, say, how old are let's you guys? just say they're they're post millennial. We'll just say that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. No, I'm sorry. They're pre-millennial. Pre-millennial. Hey, I ain't tripping. I'm 35 and a lot. Okay. Thank you. Yeah. But, and I got him, I'm in the 40 club, so let's put it that way. But go ahead, Leah. You were about to ask the question. Yes, my only thought was, you know, the honesty is great about that. But I, to me, if a man's uh, ambition is to be the best uh, lawn cutter there is, and you know your maximum salary is going to be at thirty five thousand a year, be the best lawnmower. I don't know the right term, but be the best lawnmower you could be. You know, I think men put so much pressure on themselves because that is what we expect. You know, the man got to make the most money and they got to be the top notch and you Mm -hmm. can't let a woman make more money than you. And it's like, really? You know, if you... You know what, Leah? I'm I'm being extremely 100% honest with you. There are are certain roles that don't allow you to make as much money. And so a mature woman, in my opinion... It's not going to require a man to always make more than you. Hey, she ain't That's just my to. personal honest opinion. Dude, she ain't going to And why, why would, and I, I agree with Leah, why would you just, okay, if I'm making, let's just say you marry a, your wife and she was making 35 grand and you were making 75 grand, five years into the marriage, you're laid off or something happens to you, she gets a big promotion or something or get, go back to school. So she's making the 75 and you're making 35. You're still the man that she married, that she loved, that she appreciates. You're still who you are. However, in the back of your mind, yeah, okay, I'm not making enough, but that shouldn't feel like you drop down in rank. And even having that well, mindset going in. No, tell me, though. It's not that simple, though. It, it ain't that simple because you're saying that's the oh, man no. she still appreciates. She don't appreciate him the same no more. When she when she making Not the money, and she can actually stop. Stop it! I'm telling you, I'm telling you from a bunch of different uh, scenarios that in real life scenarios, when you when all of a sudden the, the roles change. See, that's a funny thing everybody talk about athletes, entertainers, and all that, and saying they change when they got money. Nah, money just reveals who the person is inside when. You, so don't don't be fooled. I mean, I know you're saying from your perspective, like, no, no, that's not gonna change me. But there's certain things that you endure from somebody when they are the breadwinner, man or woman. You endure a little I'll say bit this. more. I'll say this. Yeah, not- I'm gonna be as a, as a divorced woman. As a divorced woman, um, my when we first got married, I had to be content with what my husband was making. I could not look at what my girlfriends were doing, what purses they got for their birthday, what flowers they got for Valentine's Day, what trips they went on, what houses they built. And the truth of the matter is that, you know, that can be satisfying. And for most, for a lot of people in love, that's satisfying for a very long time. But at some point in time, 
that man has to feel like he is bringing home enough money to satisfy his wife, to feel masculine, to feel like he's, you know, the man, like this is an ego thing. And we don't necessarily understand it because we're women and we're like, I'm going to love you anyway. You, you know, da-da-da-da-da. But at the end of the day, like, if you ever listen to Zig Ziglar, he said he, he loved the color of money because money matches everything. He wanted to take his wife out to a nice restaurant. He wanted to take his wife here and there. And there were times he couldn't. He didn't feel like he was the man God called him to be during those seasons. And though we will love him and nurture him because that's the essence of a woman, I, I think it's dangerous for us to put a female mentality on something that's very masculine. That's like part of the identity. No one's not putting a female mentality on something that's masculine. What we're saying mm-hmm. is not speaking to all, well, this is not the thoughts of all women, but saying that things change. Things do change. And true. yes, yeah. absolutely. Absolutely. I don't care if my future husband makes 100 grand or 50 grand. He has, yes, having the mentality, no matter what, I'm going to, you, you guys are going to come first. He said, if you call, I'm coming. If you call and say, you need me, I'm there for you, for the kids or whatever. Because, yes, you want him to know how to invest and, and has he saved his money in those things. We know men who make a bunch of money and straight reckless and stingy and ain't going to drop what they're doing to come get you or those kids. So we can, and I know people who, men who make a lot of money and they, they they're not they don't have that mentality. They don't they don't take care of oh, them. You might see them on the outside glitter, but they're not going to take care. Of. So that's not where I was coming from to do that perspective. Because and I can't speak for everybody, but just know that sometimes I think that's twisted. But we want y'all to feel like men, okay? We don't want to take that away from y'all. For sure. Yeah, I, I, think, yeah. I think what our point is you, you're saying it from a female perspective, not to diminish what you're saying is important or true. But you're saying it from a female perspective. But go ahead, Mark. Yeah, I'm going to have to respectfully disagree with that. And the reason why is because a lot of what goes on when you talk about roles in a marriage and who making this and who making that, a lot of that is psychological. You feel me? A lot of that approach is going to be something that's going to be in your subconscious mind. So that means that you might go into it thinking like, hey, man, you still my husband. I'm going to hold you down. But over time, you look up and you don't even realize it. You're like, man, I'm handling everything. You're going to look at him a little bit different, and he's going to feel it. A man mm-hmm. ain't trying to deal with that. Mm-hmm. I've seen it. It happens. In the godliest godliest of godly couples, it happens. Hey, listen, even the world, yeah. even the yeah. world tries to, even the world, you know, tries to be progressive in their thinking, right? The world try to, you know, the secular world tries to, tries to have women in a certain place and, 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 and um, you know, and kind of lift the woman up and, and make her into a, a great leader. And women are great leaders, uh, particularly uh, in the roles that God has, has designed them and gifted them in, you know what I mean? Whether it's running a company or being great mothers or, you know, whatever the case may be, right? But at the same time, the world also will give cats a hard time. I mean, you think about, I don't know if y'all keep up with hip-hop. I'm a hip-hop head. You think about Nicki Minaj and Meek Mill. Now, for all intents and purposes, 
Big Mill is rich. They can't bring mm-hmm. in plenty of cash. But look at how bad that Negro got clowned because they kept saying he was riding on the coattails of Nicki Minaj because she makes more money than him. It's a millionaire. Mm-hmm. People acting like she's eating and mooching off of her. So the mentality that's real prevalent in society, and it ain't no different in church. This is going to keep it 100. The mentality is that the man is supposed to be the head in every sense of the word. That means my salary got to be ahead of yours. That is not Are biblical. You I got to stop you. I, I got to stop you there. That is not biblical. And if, if any pastor of any church is saying that a man has to make more all the time, I need for them to find up the church. Now, don't don't get me wrong with what I'm saying. I'm just being honest because women, some women are advanced in degrees. People have doctorates now. Some women are going to naturally make more because of what their field of expertise is. One of you guys is a neuropsychologist. You're going to be making, you know, whoever was playing football and all that. You have that kind of base. All I'm saying is, a, a man, some man's passion may be totally different, and so if now the requirement is, if I marry somebody, I got to make more. For me, I, uh-huh. uh, do I want to put my business out or no? Let me just say that <laughs> I can make six figures on my own, right? Me by myself. So if if my husband is a you know a janitor or a counselor and his salary is half of that, am I now going to require my husband to now make more than me in order to feel like the head? Absolutely not. All I'm saying is, yes, men should, you know, be the head and do all they can to provide and make as much as you can make. All I'm saying is every man's not going to be able to do that. I don't want them to feel like they're not a man if they make less than a woman, period. Um, but let me, and, let me flip and, it Real quick, can I split the script real quick? Because I've dealt with this, I've dealt with this from a different angle. Uh, my my ex wife was an OB/GYN, so of course she got a great salary and everything, uh, way into the six into the six figures. So it was it's been a number of women over the years who like, oh no, and you find out later on they tell, oh no, I can't date you because I got to be on that level, I got to have that type of money. So it's not even necessarily a male thing. For these, for these women to say, I ain't going to talk to you. I didn't think you would talk to me because I need to be on this level making that type of money, so on and so forth. And it's like, man, I thought you was 100. I thought you was a sweet girl and all that. But, yeah. So they, they shot hey, it down let me, before. Let me, let me chime in real quick, big homie. Uh, and I'm, I'm going to yeah. say this. And, and, you know, with respect to what you said uh, a while ago, uh young lady was just talking about making six figures.
And this is, this is my yeah. whole point with it. This is my point with it. I think that it's women are quick to say what they will accept until they actually have to live it and accept Correct. it. And what I have mm-hmm. seen, because I agree with y'all 100%, but looking at it from a man's perspective and not necessarily from how God ordains it, because God ordains you to operate in whatever calling he has called you to do. You know, whatever that is, if it's being the toilet bowl cleaner, you be the best toilet bowl cleaner. Yeah, come on, somebody. That's what he called you to do. <laughs> but when he marries a woman, that woman has to be okay with the salary and the income a toilet bowl cleaner brings in. And a lot of discord yeah. happens, whether she makes more than him or if she makes less than him. A lot of women do not, and that goes back to honoring, a lot of women do not understand what it's like or what it means to build a man up where God has him, you know, and being okay with what he brings to the table and honoring him with what he brings to the table. And what I've seen is when she can't get the Kate Spade bag that her friends have or she can't go to Punta Cana, because her friends can, because they can't afford it, you start seeing that's how the little weeds start going up in the marriage. So mm-hmm. I think we all agree. <laughs> I think we all agree, but we have literally 14 more minutes, and I want to bring up another um, another. Oh, Evie, before you go, before oh, you go ahead. to that, that that is what you just said, honoring where your man is. I think that would just seal and put the icing on the cake, because if you're husband or family has Acura money, then just knowing we can't, or, or Cadillac, whatever, I can't even think mm-hmm. of a car right now, um, <laughs> money, then that's what we need to go with and not being, well, I want this and I want that, just being, um, and because, you know, that, that will that make him feel, because any, any real man wants to give his wife or his family everything that they Need and, and mostly what they want. Mostly, can I? Right. Would y'all agree to that? You said it right there. You said it right there. Yeah, yeah, exactly. hey, you low key proved my point, but go ahead. Yeah, no, 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 no. I'm, hold on, I'm with you. Okay. I'm in the passenger seat. I'm in the passenger seat. They want to give you okay. everything you need and most of what you want, but respecting where they are. So. But when it comes to the bottom dollar, because we're talking about bottom dollar, I'm, I'm going to leave this alone. Your mate, whoever you fit in alignment, yes. Somebody could be making a whole bunch of money and not doing nothing else with it, wasting it, credit card bills, whatever. And we, and you could be bringing home $35,000. i am just saying that I think it's more to it than just the bottom dollar. But we're not trying to take your manhood from you. We just know that the wife, the woman you're supposed to be with, she's going to appreciate what you have. Can, That's can all I, can I it's, just my point. it's my point right here. Right. It's my point right here. This, you might not be trying to take our manhood, but that's exactly what the devil going to tempt you to do. You know what I'm saying? You're Amen. not going to go into it thinking. You're not going to go into it thinking, like, hey, man, I'm going to and undermine my husband. But what I'm saying is, is that situations will rise up that will start revealing, like, even some of the motives and the dispositions of your own heart. So over time, you start out as like a, you start out as like a, a, a meek, a humble, you know, young lady who loves and supports her man. 
but the right situation pop up? Oh man, you look at this dude like, uh, who made the most money in this house? <laughs> oh, see, and look, I didn't hey, 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 Hold on, hey, and, hey, and this hey, is hey, how. Hey, People, people who people who li- who um are married for fifty years. I'm I'm punking up Uncle Tom, and I think they will agree because they survived the breaking point. I'm pretty sure they have. I would love for them to be guests on this show too. Absolutely, probably blows have been drawn or whatever verbally maybe, but you have to be able to su- su- survive that breaking point because there's going to be many breaking points. And she might try to take your manhood, maybe. traditional like the woman does more domestic stuff and the man does more you know outside the home type things that was a question from our Facebook page um, I, I would say yes a little bit altered because everything has to be uh, things are supposed to be meant to stay exactly the same everywhere but I mean as years pass but my parents uh, they got so, uh, 50, 53 years in the game Um Wow. I've seen, seen those traditional roles and it's worked for them, including my mom keeping my dad's manhood intact by when he brings his check home, he he can just give her the check. And because she handled money well and, and you know, and took care of things, she was better at that than him. He had confidence in her. So, he you know, he could beat his chest. I would take my check home. My wife got it handled. And that's a real old school, you know, uh, mindset. Mm-hmm. But I, I definitely believe in those roles. Uh, I ain't going to have my wife out there, in the, you know, in the heat doing all that. But it is pretty cool to plant flowers together, you know, <laughs> um, do things together. Aww. It's just, Aww. you know. <laughs> so that, that's my, hey, forgive me, Mark. Hey, man, that's my one, uh, that's my one sophomore uh, moment for the night. I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you 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 build, you build money with me, big homie. Build money. What about you, Mark? What do you think? Uh, traditional roles, man. Mm-hmm. Uh, listen, I, I guess it, I guess it depends on I guess it depends on how you define it. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm I'm cool with you. I'm cool with traditional roles. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I just. I don't know, man. Women, y'all so complex and complicated. Shoot, it take it take half the marriage just trying to figure out who y'all are. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, you're not alone, brother. You're not alone with the process. Oh, you're not alone with that statement. Oh man, <laughs> I, don't, I don't even know. I mean, we talking about roles, about identity. You know, you know what I'm saying? Like, who are you? You know, but uh, <laughs> I don't know, man. That's that's who are that's, we today? That's, that's something I too old, man. <laughs> So I, have I don't know, Kim, when, 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 somebody, when somebody presents an idea like that to me, I like to, I like to walk it out in my mind, right? I like to see it. I like to have, mm-hmm. like, examples of, like, what it might look like. And I'm, I'm at a loss right now. Like, I don't, I don't know. You know what I'm saying? Okay. So I'm going to – I have one more question I'm going to squeeze out 
And like Lakeisha said, we may need to do a part two, so I may be bugging y'all again. But one more question. I think we have time real quick. Do y'all know the difference between materialistic women and, in, in quotes, plain Jane women? And that's really speaking to do y'all, like, are y'all able to see past? Or do y'all, when y'all see a woman, is it truly all visual? Do y'all even know the difference? Do y'all see the difference? No, that's, that's easy. That's easy. Uh, the way I answer that is you don't see nobody hard across the room. <laughs> For me, <laughs> Yo, that's so hard, yeah, yeah, yeah. What, what you, what you <laughs> It's fairly simple. You, you don't see anybody. You don't see a woman's heart or anybody's heart from across the room. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you see you see what they present, and if swag, if they particular swag line, if a chicken have cornrows and 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 combat boots with with army fatigues and a nice white beat on, and and she rocking it. I don't care where what store it came from all that. She put it together from whatever little store, whatever. She killing it. So it's not so much about it. it it's definitely not about being plain Jane. It's just she got to have some type of swag about it, and it's definitely not going over the top and having all this stuff with all these names. In it. It's just mm-hmm. it's really about her. You know what I'm saying? But back to my original statement, though, I gotta you gotta see something just to get to know who she really is. Is she plain Jane and, and look like? Um, <laughs> I mean, I don't know if y'all got an example of plain Alabama. Jane, but Alice Oil like, versus Jessica Rabbit. All day long, Jessica Rabbit. All, all day long. <laughs> <laughs> that was Mark, wasn't it? Was that Mark? <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, that was Cedric. Cedric said all day long, Jessica Rabbit. All right, Mark. Yeah, what's your if, 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 if I'm going to get turned down potentially, which is what we as men have had to deal with since we were little boys, if I'm going to get rejected, I'm not going to get rejected by olive oil. I'm going to get rejected by Jessica Ray. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's, that's Here we go. That brother preaching the gospel tonight, man. Go ahead. Here we go. Here we go with the preferences. All right. This is very certain. No, no, but I'm saying so if a chicken... If if you come out looking plain Jane and you like, well he a man should just uh he should see more than that and all that. Well, I'm like this. Your inner beauty your excuse me, your outer beauty should represent your inner beauty. So if you're so beautiful on the inside, I'm not saying go glam up and put on all this extra fake and all that stuff. But you gotta at least if you're gonna play in the game, you at least gotta come out in uniform. Play the game? <laughs> I agree, yeah. You you do have to you need to make yourself look presentable and Look like somebody they can take home to mama and everything else because y'all are very visual. Yeah, but but y'all if you very... come with too many too many head, we got basketball season going on, so I'm using it. If you come with too many headbands on and and a bunch of knee braces and and you know and, and all these extra chains and all that stuff hanging on, it's like mm, no, nah, that's that's a little bit that's a little bit too much. You know what hey, I'm listen, I got, I got, I got two, I got two main requirements when it comes to women. Long as she loves Jesus and got a big, and she booty, got a big I'm booty. I'm good, man. <laughs> 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 you know what? Yeah, that's my drop. That's my drop. Because at the end of the day, anointing. That's not my drop. I need her to have that booty anointing. That booty, that's <laughs> I love it. I love it. I love it. 
Oh my goodness! Oh. All right, we enjoy you, you guys. Be you know that booty anointing leads to the lay ministry. You just got to be careful. Good night. Good night. Yes, yes. He <laughs> keeping it rated. He keeping it rated R. Righteous and real. Righteous and real. Y'all hilarious. Y'all are hilarious. Well, thank you guys. We are wrapping it up. Um. So um, the replay, I'm, we'll post the replay. I think it's available uh, if you click the link of the show. If y'all want to share it on your Facebook pages, just let me know. But thank you so much to Cedric Clark and Mark Nadeau. I love thank y'all. You, y'all absolutely awesome. Yeah, y'all probably will be. Lakeisha threw it out there. She said, my please come two. back. <laughs> All right, and everybody. Yeah. Thank you guys for tuning in to another Queen's Conversations. We'll see you next time. And Mark and Cedric, thank you guys. Hopefully we will talk with you soon. All right, y'all go in peace. Do it's great.